Hey, what's up? It's Jarrett, and I'm back with a quick one. Um, I have a quick interview, but it is for one of my favorite films that I've seen in quite a while. It is called Blind Spotting. It is by David Diggs and Rafael Casal. Uh, you might know David Diggs from Hamilton, and he's also had quite a bit of, uh, of feature on Blackish and a bunch of other places. But I loved this film. I did a quick interview with him just a few moments ago for this, and I'm writing about it in essence, so you can check out that article as well. But this film is incredible. It is a story of Colin, who is played by David Diggs, who is in his last three days of probation. He lives in West Oakland, and uh, Colin, it, well, actually David and Raphael are both LA or, uh, Oakland natives, but they play Colin and Miles, and this story is incredible as you watch him go through these last three days where he is trying to make it to the, air quote, freedom of not being on probation anymore. And so there's a lot of discussion about race and interracial relationships, whether they be uh, romantic or platonic. There is a tension that comes along with it being this last three days of his probation and him hoping to make it uh, to that other side. So I really think every single person should see this film. It is incredible. It is incredibly shot, written, uh, directed. It is it is a phenomenal film and it is in theaters on July 20th. So chances are you can go see it right now. Um, but here is my conversation with Debbie Diggs and Rafael. Um, we have 10 minutes, so I'm going to just jump right in. Um, David, we'll start with you. Um, first of all, how, how would you explain Colin and his, the, the, his plight in this film uh, to someone who has no idea what they're coming into? Uh, well, Colin is, um, is on, the, on, on the last three days of his probation for a violent crime. He's almost done, but if you know anybody on probation or if you're on probation yourself, you're aware that that is a, that is a series of traps um, set up to try and send you back to jail. He's been navigating them to the best of his abilities for the past year, um, and, and he's almost done. Uh, he, on his way home from work one night, witnesses the police shooting of an unarmed black man, um, and he's the only person who witnesses it. And uh, Colin's story is really about uh, the, how the, the next three days and the, and the PTSD associated with that event um, start to force sort of uh, force their way into his into his daily life um, and get him to a place of, of sort of unraveling. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of Colin's story. He also has a best friend uh, and coworker named Miles. Um, who is his really his only support system, and they've been friends forever and ever. They are working in a, in a rapidly gentrifying Oakland, and the other like side effect of these few days is that they are uh, forced to come to terms with each other in a new way because uh, because of their changing surroundings, having nothing to do with them, but their uh, what everybody with the new environment is putting on them. Um, I. I don't want to ask you as an artist what exactly you wanted to say necessarily, but what conversation did you want to spark about with Colin's character and his story and, and his life? Like, what kind of conversation were you hoping to start with with his story? Well, I think, you know, we, we took a lot of care to make Colin pretty sympathetic. We The, the film is, is built for you to relate to him. Um, and there are circumstances that he gets into that, that you know, a certain cross-section of people may have never felt before. 
Um, and if you feel them and feel real empathy with Colin, who is an ex-con for a violent crime, who you who you witness wielding guns in the film, if you can develop a kind of empathy for him sitting in a movie theater, maybe that can also extend to our, our real lives. Raphael, I want to come to you. Um, talk to me about the significance of Miles' character and also his story. He has this interesting... Um, experience of being a white man in a very black dominated area and culture, um, which gets unpacked. Talk to me about Miles. Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think is important about Miles's character in this story? Oh man, how, how much time do you have? About, um, about seven minutes. <laughs> I mean, Miles, you know, Miles' is, is, is experience is, is is very much like the 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 harder thing to get into to to, to sort of empathize, empathize with and understand, right? Like um, the the shorthand is yes, Miles, Miles is a white man in a in a in a in a black and brown neighborhood. He was also a white child in that neighborhood and has you know has grown up with Colin his whole life, and he's always been sort of a, a minority among minorities, right? So so much of the conversation around um, Miles is, is that somebody who's had to sort of sur- survive and defend himself in, in you know, in the hood, man. They're 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 from they're from a, a poor neighborhood, which is which comes along with violence and comes along with like like toxic sort of male culture. And and he's had to really like fight much more than a lot of people to to claim his space and stand up for himself. And so the end result you get of, of somebody who's had to do that, we also lose him out like coming from a broken home and you know that that uh that reality of, of where the movie picks up is is the result of a lifetime of that, right? So we have somebody who's a lot more hardened, um, who's a lot more on uh, constantly looking over his shoulder making sure nobody is, is coming for him or testing him. And that's probably worked out really well for he and he and Colin growing up. Like they probably watched each other's backs a lot. Um, they even talk about that later in the film. And really, up until a year ago, Colin and Miles were very, very similar. Like, without spoiling the movie, like the reason that Colin goes to jail is is for something very similar to how Miles acts as well, right? They're 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 similar in that respect. They survived in the same way, but be, at, at this point in the story, because Colin is now dealing with two other new things, which are being a, a convicted felon and existing in a in a, a, a changing neighborhood where the way in which the neighborhood is being policed is very different um, or more escalated. Um, and the, and the, the, the conversation, you know, that, that we're having in the country now about like the, that tension between black and brown bodies and police is, this, is the centerpiece of the film. We really focus in on these, on these four days of when, when that change in the way that, that the two of them need to decide to walk through life together needs to needs to get get an update to the conversation and we're sort of watching the 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 climactic three days up until that that talk so the one of the the biggest uh i would say more important scenes in the film is the scene after the party um where you guys have this argument in the parking lot and i know you, you both wrote this and so i wanted to know what did you what what went into writing that and what were you hoping for people to to walk away with like what were you what were you hoping people would be talking about oh man i'm so not going to answer that <laughs> i want people to i want people to walk away with whatever they walk away with um but that scene is that scene is 9 years old man i sort of i i started the writing on that in like a 
a fever dream when I was living in the Midwest. I'm using Jesus' language now for it. Um, and said it to David in the middle of the night. I was like, hey, I need you to look at this thing that I, that I just threw together. I think this is a really important thing for us to, to sort of design this film around. And then we talked about it for hours and months and years at that point and kept massaging it to, to, to give it as much complexity as, as we want. But it's really a moment where like it, it gets described a lot as like the moment that the, there it gets called like the N-word scene. It's actually not about that at all. It's sort of about Miles finally saying what Colin is missing about him and then Colin saying what Miles is missing about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both sort of they both sort of hear each other and sort of do the yeah, but, and then have sort of moments of resolve about each other in private. And, and so we, we love that scene because it's, it's two men trying to push through the, the confines of like the fragile male ego to have an intimate and emotional conversation with each other about the things that they're afraid of. Um, David, from your perspective, talk to me about that scene and what it meant to you, what that, what it, what it felt like, what shooting it, writing it, all that. Yeah, same. I mean, uh, the, uh, shooting it was was a trip. It was a it was a hard scene, but like everything else with an indie, there's a, the 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 hardest thing about any scene is the time limit. Um, and so you know, we shot in the middle of the night. It's very emotional, and uh, and it was it's also a much longer scene than than what we ended up cutting it down to, and we ran straight through it twelve times. Um, you know, I always describe that as like the it, the, the only time um, shooting where where I, I felt like at a disadvantage working with my my best friend because uh, because we don't communicate like that at all, and so um, so like after every take we'd have to like run behind the warehouse and like hug it out and be like, "You okay? I pushed you a little hard there. It's all right. You good? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, it was it was difficult. It was challenging in that sense, but it's, I think Rafa covered everything about what, what we've always thought was, was the impact of that thing. Either one of you can take this uh, last question. What did you... What were you... This this film will start a lot of conversation about interracial relationships, but also interracial love. Um, uh, aside from all of the police side of it, which I think we is a narrative that we're, we're discussing a lot right now, um, what did you want to say about interracial relationships or interracial love, um, whether they be relationships that are platonic or romantic? Well, I think we're from the Bay Area. We, Same here, we Fairfield, North Bay. There you go. Hey, <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know man, we're just trying to say nothing, man. We're just trying to show it. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know how it is. We, I, I, didn't, I, I, am, I am one of of many, many, many kids I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I think we, we were just that. I think the, the nature of that is a, is a thing that fell on it to the Bay Area. Raphael? Yeah, man, when he said, I think we're just, we just wanted to see a different kind of normalized community in a film that we hadn't really seen before. You know, or, or, don't, or don't see normalized often. Like, every time it's like, but, you know, we're oh, we're going to show this 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 crazy different community, and then we're going to spend a lot of time talking about it. I, the the one of my favorite sort of things that we that we brush over real fast is just that that Colin's mom is dating a Chinese dude and has a you know and and he has a son from another relationship presumably, um, and then we don't really get into it. We're just like, yeah, that's that's the Bay Area. That's the that's a diverse community. That's that's fine. 
and normal to us. Um, and I think we just wanted to put things on display like that that we've seen our whole lives and sort of are excited that that, 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 that kind of, that kind, those kind of narratives are just like, are easy for us to just throw into a film because we finally have the platform to do that. Sweet. I appreciate it. We're at 11 minutes, so apologies for going over. I really appreciate you guys. I love this film. I think it's super important and like incredibly written and directed and shot. Like, I think you guys did a really, really incredible job. I'm, I'm really proud of, of, of what I saw. So thank you so much. We appreciate you. So there you have it. Make sure to go check out in theaters right now, Blind Spotting. Um, I, I can't even say enough. Like, I just... I sat there in silence for so long afterwards. Like I was really, really excited to write about this and to talk to those guys. Um, so go check it out. I'll see you next time.